Hi, my name is Jameson. Welcome to the Unexpected Experts Podcast, a show where we dive into the vast spectrum of human knowledge and the ways that our experiences make us experts in unexpected ways. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode this week. Um, I have a good friend of mine, Ketty Monroe, on. Um, him and I go back to college. We were roommates back in college, and um, we've we've been friends for a long time. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear this conversation. He is one of the most beautiful souls that I know. Uh, we go into a lot of depth about uh, his personal yoga practice and also meditation and um, some spirituality stuff in there as well. So um, I think this conversation really hits its stride in about the second half or so. So um, I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Um, honestly, if you guys have gained any value from the show as well, head over to iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a rating, a little a little five-star love. Um, honestly, it helps people find the show. It helps support the show. I would love to hear some feedback about what you like about the show, what you don't like, all of that. Uh, I'd love to hear it. Also, I'm I'm pretty regular over on Instagram at Unexpected Experts. I interact on there pretty well every day. So if if you guys like the show, comment on which episode is your favorite on, on one of the posts in there or interact with me on the stories that I'm posting. Um, any interaction is always appreciated. And if you have any feedback on the show, send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear from the people that are listening to this show. Um, it honestly helps out a ton. It helps out to interact with the people that are listening. And uh, yeah, thanks so much, you guys. Anyway, uh, without any further ado, let's get right into the episode here with Ketty. Thanks, everybody. Hello, welcome to another episode of Unexpected Experts. This week, I have my friend Ketty Monroe on the show. Uh, Ketty is a born and raised Calgarian who's always had really a passion for people and um, connection and I think the flourishing of humanity if that's if that's fair to say um, he's done a lot of work with a bunch of nonprofit organizations here in Calgary and about a year ago or so last November I think it was November right yeah yeah um, he got his certification as a yoga instructor down in Costa Rica with Hari Om Yoga and Wellness so uh, I definitely want to talk about that um, Ketty is a good friend, a beautiful soul, and one of the most genuine, loving, selfless, and incredible people that I have the pleasure of knowing. So, Ketty, welcome to Unexpected Experts. Thanks for having me, Jamo. Man, I'm so glad that we can like finally do this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, this, this is, is awesome. gonna be fun because we've we've met up a bunch already in the last few months and just hung out for beers and. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to be chatting. Yeah, it's good to be reacquainted and just be in your presence and, and hanging out more. It's been great. Yeah. Even if we are online, we were hoping to do this in person, but, uh, schedules did not align in such a way to allow for that, but that's all right. Um, so maybe right off the top, um, you're from Calgary, I think born and raised, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm from Calgary, born and raised. Yeah. Not many of us, I think. <laughs> Dude, like everybody that's here is from somewhere else. There's only a few of us that are actually like from here. It's wild. Yeah, they, yeah, the time. Yeah, 
so maybe right off the top, let's give the people your superhero origin story. Um, just a bit of your background and uh, maybe a bit of your life growing up. And um, yeah, we'll just start there. Yeah, sounds good. So um, yeah, like I'm born and raised uh, in Calgary here and um, 30 years old. And yeah, I've, you know, I've always been really like passionate about, about, about people and, um, and connection. And I, I think big part of who I am is just the relationships that I have with people. And um, I went to, you know, school and at Forest Lawn, like high school and a big passion of mine in my earlier years. Uh, and I guess it's still a passion is, is theater and, and acting. And so that was a huge um, thing that I was involved in uh, as I got older and, and actually how I ended up, you know, meeting you, JMO, was uh, yep. when I was in school for theater and um, it was only a short lived year, but uh, it was, you know, definitely something I'm glad I did, um, even though I didn't continue to pursue it. But um, it's still something that, you know, I'm you know very much involved in in some sort of way. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily like do shows and stuff anymore. Um, when I was younger, you know, I was really involved in like, you know, plays and, and musicals. And, and it's actually how I met my wife um, was through our high school production of Grease. Um, and so we've been together like 12 years, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I really thought at one point that, you know, I was going to pursue, you know, becoming like an actor. And, you know, and sometimes I feel like I have regrets, you know, not dabbling into that a little bit more but you know it's still something that I you know I think about and so something that you know doesn't mean I won't go back and do that at some point in my life yeah, um totally. I'm, I remember when I was like 18 I did like this missionary trip um that was like a this nine-month program and I went to Malta and North Africa I don't know if I even told you that JMO but uh I, I do remember you posting stuff about that like on Instagram I yeah remember, yeah like seeing that trip mm -hmm. it was yeah. it was um yeah it was like a really like cool experience it, it was, was kind of we got to go uh use drama as a way uh to you know just, just spread good messages to kids in like school systems and we had like a little production we did like little mini skits and yeah I, I was in Malta and that was really cool because it was like this international trip and travel was always something that I love doing and um so I actually like was there for like four months um yeah we got to do a lot of cool work there and um yeah and then after when I got home you know it was still something I wanted to do but then you know things sort of you know sort of change as you get older and you start developing sort of different you know aspirations and you know discovering more about who you are and you know, mm -hmm. things kind of evolve and change over time. And um, yeah, and then, you know, now it's, you know, years later and it's, you know, I feel like I'm definitely like a completely different person than, you know, than I was. Like, you know, fundamentally sure the same to the core, like I'm still Ketty, but, you know, I think that's sort of the important part of growing up and, you know, being in your 20s, like is when you really just learn and you discover more about who you are and totally. you evolve and totally. uh, and I think that's something I think more like the end of my 20s that I've really experienced and and you know I can say 
you know, full of confidence. I like, I really feel like I know who I am now and I'm confident in, you know, the person I'm becoming and I'm excited, you know, to see like what my thirties will continue to, to bring for me. Yeah. man, I love that. That's, that's, that kind of mirrors my experience too. Like you, you grow up a certain way in a certain family in a certain context and you know, you see the world one way and then the more you mm-hmm. meet other people. And I think we kind of have that in common is that we have, we have such a passion for people and for meeting people and experiencing things with people. Like people have always been important to both of us. And I think that's why we've always connected so well. Yeah. But I it's, always like it's wild. Like, what's that? I was gonna say I always joke with people that I, I say like if I could be like a professional friend um for a living, like that would be <laughs> yeah. such a great career, but like <laughs> <laughs> professional friend, man. When you find that, sign me up. Like I'll yeah. I'll send my resume. That's beautiful. <laughs> but I think like having that personal connection or having having a similar passion for people and for meeting people and um really understanding who people are and what makes them the people that they are. Um, that's a beautiful thing. And really that's a big reason that I wanted to like start this podcast is to just share stories of people and Mm -hmm. to share how people's experiences make them, you know, the people that they are and shape how they see the world and all of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I know like you and I have both, uh, again, like just to draw more parallels, you and I have both worked in places like Starbucks. Yeah. And, and uh, there was a little bit, I think it was a two week stint that I worked for that, uh, for one of those nonprofits that you were working with. Yeah. With, um, yeah. Long time ago, that? that was. Yeah, dude, that was, I was working for a plan. Ago. That was working for like Plan International. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 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 Like, is it uh, PO, like public outreach or something? Yeah. The yeah. Company? Public outreach. It was, yeah, I worked there for, I think it was like six years, uh, quite yeah. a long time. And I, I really like worked my way up at that job. And um, and for those people who don't know, it was just like a nonprofit, um, like fundraising company. And, um, you know, I had the opportunity to work with a variety of different charities. And, you know, that was definitely like in my earlier, you know, 20s, it was definitely something that you know, I thought I was going to like continue to do and like work my way up, which I did, you know, like while I worked there and, um, I was, you know, I ended up working, um, as a manager, uh, for our like indoor locations and, and malls. And like, we did like festivals and like events. And so like, we, you know, got to interact with lots of different, um, types of people and the general public. And, uh, it was, yeah, it was a really rewarding job for sure. And, you know, obviously it had its challenges and, um, you know, there's a lot of like stigma too, I think just in that kind of job about, you know, that type of like fundraising. Um, but you know, there was so much value in it and, you know, I, you know, the company that I worked for was, you know, pretty like reputable and it wasn't like commission based or anything. And, um, I had like a good reputation when I was running that office, you know, like we had like a really, um, solid, um, return and investment and I had got to work with some amazing people and, um, yeah. And it was just really awesome just to be able to connect and be able to, um, represent a lot of cool different organizations like yeah, Plan International, like Amnesty, yeah, um, right. yeah. World Animal Protection, um, uh, 
just so many different organizations and yeah it's definitely like you know something that I always like remember and you know maybe one day I'll tap back into that and but it was you never know know, definitely yeah like I'm I'm really open I kind of feel like I'm someone who's kind of dabbled in lots of different you know (laughs) jobs and you know and I think that's I think partially probably what has made me the kind of person I am today because it's kind of like that idea like jack of all trades you know just and you know I've kind of I mean I've obviously haven't done every job but you know I think that's what makes someone who they are is you know the places that they've worked and you know trying different things and experiencing different things and meeting different people and you know those are all the people and you know that have like influenced me you know in my life and some are still like some of like my best friends today and I'm so thankful for that and uh it's yeah I think it's there's definitely a lot of value and just you know trying different things and working at different places because yeah it really does you know evolve you into the person you become well I think it's really important to do that kind of like what we were talking about earlier to do that at a point in your life like being in your 20s where Mm -hmm. you you're growing and developing as a person alongside other people kind of in that same age range and, you know, growing and developing with your peers. I think that's a powerful thing. And yeah, the more jobs and different experiences, and I know you've done a lot of traveling as well, like the more places that you go and the more things that you experience with a wider spectrum of people, I think the more that shapes us into you know, more compassionate and welcoming and um, warm and just good people, yeah. like well-rounded people. You know, I think if you stay in one job for your entire for your entire life, then there's only so much you're going to know and experience. Like yeah, having more experiences sure. with other people mm-hmm. is so important for your development, and especially you know being in being in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like, I think, you know, when you're doing those things, even when you're when you're younger, you know, I don't think you necessarily even like realize like, you know, at the time, like, how that's going to affect you later on. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people can probably, you know, attest to this, you know, it's, you know, it you're, you're growing in that stage of life. And, you know, and there's obviously struggles and, you know, mentally and, you know, sometimes you just feel a little bit lost. And I can definitely say that I feel like I have felt sort of lost and not really feeling like I have like a direction or like know like where I'm going. Um, and, you know, I think that's just, you know, a part of a part of life. And, you know, I think I put, you know, like a lot of like um, value on, or I guess what should I say is, you know, like I didn't put a lot of value like on school, um, you know, growing, growing up and, you know, I never like actually like finished, um, but, you know, like university, college, you know, like after we went to school, you know, like I, that actually ended up putting like a bad taste in my mouth for, for theater. And I think just because the program was kind of really intense and, and not to say that like, I'm not cut out for hard work because, you know, it was, you know, like I did well, but it just, it just wasn't really what I realized what I thought I wanted to do and you know then I went to like Mount Royal for a little while and and I was like I just don't even know like why I'm here and I think it's you know it's hard when you don't really have 
like a desire or like you know like what you want to be in school for necessarily and like I'm not one of those people just to like go to school for the sake of going to school and I you know there's a lot of yeah, people who yeah. are very much like that who you know just like to learn and I just I like to learn differently like I like to learn through like experiencing and and doing and I've never been like a book smart kind of person um, and, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly the same way I'm 100% <laughs> yeah. the same way like I never did well in school growing up and even mm. like you and I went to the same college and neither of us finished our program and that's totally fine, right? Because yeah. we learn by experience. We learn through um, through seeing the world through other people's eyes, right? I think that's something that we that we definitely have in common. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, you know, and I think there's times where I've felt, I guess, maybe a little bit of shame, you know, like I think it's kind of hard sometimes to exist in society feeling like you don't have like an education, you know, or yeah, feel like totally. you've worked towards something and, you know, this is the payoff. This is where you are now. And, you know, I definitely, you know, there's challenges with that, even just like finding work sometimes too. Right. Cause you know, if you, there's so much emphasis on like having a degree or, you know, having, yeah, you yeah. know, schooling or experience in this and, you know, it's, you know, like I've definitely have, you know, found that challenging at times and, and, you know, you try not to, like, put blame on yourself because, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has their own story and, you know, their unique perspective. And so I really try not to get caught up in that too much. But, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely a reality sometimes. And, and I think, too, it's important to realize that you are no less of a person for having or not having, you know, a diploma or a degree from somewhere like you as a person are still valuable regardless of what an of what an institution says you are or aren't right and i think we have i think we almost have too much value placed on us for the things that we learn or the things that we know and things that we even choose to do with our lives as far as careers you know we are valuable as people because we are people yeah i totally agree I totally agree. Um, I would love to get into, and I know we've talked about a bunch of this too, um, your whole story with yoga and meditation and, um, and we can maybe talk about spirituality stuff even a little bit too, but maybe run people through, um, Maybe what what brought you to yoga initially? Um, what was the impetus to go and study and get certified for to become a yoga instructor? And maybe what all of that has meant to you personally? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's actually kind of interesting, like what really led me to yoga again you know I feel like I yoga is always something that I've like enjoy doing you know in my life you know like I've you know I've done classes and you know been connected to it but I think just not connected to it in the right sort of way like doing it because like oh this is good for me like and it's just like a form of exercise you know I didn't actually really ever connect to you know what yoga actually is and you know the feeling that it brings and you know the mind body you know spirit sort of aspect of that um and yeah, that wasn't until like, you know, like a few years ago where, you know, I actually just felt that was probably when I was probably like the most sort of lost in my life and mm. just kind of like, you know, not really 
sure like where my direction was and you know I feel like life was kind of just coasting you know still enjoying and you know having experiences and doing things but you know still kind of just stuck in that idea like oh I should be somewhere else at this point in my life or you know and so and I guess that really just kind of came to be when I really just um it was like a new year's resolution and this was like for 2019 I believe where I was just like I just I I need to feel better in my own skin and it was just something simple as you know just you know a new new year's resolution I just like I'm gonna like just be healthier um see sort of like what happens there and um and for me you know I I actually just started with like intermittent fasting you know you know I had gained some weight over like a couple years and um I was like I just like I just want to feel better in my skin you know and I started like intermittent fasting and I you know I started seeing the value of that and um then I started changing things in my diet and I was like cool like this is actually working and like I'm starting to like feel better again and um, then it's like, but I'm going to like add in some, you know, some like exercise. And so when I started like, okay, let's just, I'm going to start doing yoga. Cause like I did like doing it in the past. And so, uh, I started like, incorporating that. And I think just like for the first time in my life, it was like, felt really connected to something, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who, you know, in any form of like exercise or sports or whatever, like they just have like, they're like, I love soccer because of this. I love you know, playing hockey because of this. Right, and then I yeah. was like, oh, like, oh, wow. Like, I'm actually like beginning to like really value and feel like the benefits of just doing yoga. And again, it was just as simple as doing it at home and, you know, following different people like on YouTube and, um, yeah. and yeah. And like that really is what like started it for me because I just was really transitioning into this like healthier version of myself. And it wasn't just like, eating better and structuring how I was eating. And it wasn't even just about like losing weight. Like I, that wasn't even like my, my like goal in the beginning. Um, and then just like once I started just like actually practicing yoga and like actually saying like, this is a practice. This is not something I'm just doing because right. you know, it, yeah. like I have to, like it's something cause I wanted to do. And it was like, I, I started growing and developing and learning. And then, you know, and it was like, like five months later, I like shed like 50 pounds. And I was like, Oh, man, like, for one, wow. for sure, like, physically, like, you know, I am changing, but like, there's yeah. more to it than just that. Like, it's like, it's the mental thing, like my ment, my mentality and um, how I was like thinking and like my mental health, like all of a sudden, just really started like evolving and changing as well. Yeah. And um, I remember at that point, too, I think it was around that time that we that we went out and we we hung out one night and you had I had noticed that you had lost quite a bit of weight and you were looking really good and I do remember that conversation being um I don't know an an interesting I saw something in you that was growing and blossoming and um gaining strength and gaining momentum and like we were, we, we had a really good chat that, that night. And I do, I do remember there being a noticeable change in you for sure. And yeah. And I can, and I think I started noticing the change in myself by actually the conversations I was having with people and like my friends right. and people who came back and were like, like you just have like this glow about you. Like you have like a confidence and you know, you 
like you definitely are like shaping up and you know and moving into some sort of direction like there was like this definitely a huge shift like after like Mm -hmm. a couple of years of me just being really connected you know to yoga and like just something that you know simple like a, a, a lifestyle sort of change and perspective like really just made all the difference and you know it's I can definitely just say like how like you know thankful I am for like finding you know that one thing that's not just exercise because like I said it is it's like a whole like um mind body connection you know it's like when you start connecting your mind to it and you start you know like you're obviously physically doing the asana like the positions of yoga but you're also you know connecting that to you know you know, like a higher power, or, you know, like a spiritual side of that as well. Um, so yeah, and I guess like fast forward a little bit, um, after a couple of years, you know, and I was, uh, and like that time I was still, I was still working, um, at, at Starbucks, um, and, uh, and I was still doing like on side and something you didn't mention, I was, I do like, um, I was more involved doing sort of like acting is called a standardized patient it's called medical skills and so I was kind of doing that a bunch and it's just Mm. being like an actor essentially for like um for medical students and so we got to kind of do a lot of fun cases and stuff so like I was kind of balancing that job and that uh, and Starbucks and uh yeah then I and then I started working for another job um as like a court runner um oh yeah that's right yeah, yeah, so I was I working that. there for a little while, um, and yeah, it was a really interesting job, uh, just running around the courthouse, um, got to just basically drop off different important like documents to different levels, and it was it was super busy, and um, and I actually got that job because I wanted to, I was going to essentially be like a, a courier at first, like downtown, because I'm also like a huge passion of mine is like biking. Like I love to bike, like I bike everywhere now. Yeah. Like it's a huge yeah. part of who I am. And so like, I, I really thought that job was gonna, um, I got connected sorry, to that from, you know, being like an adamant biker, but then I actually didn't even end up currying or at all. Like I got a different position altogether. And, um, so anyways, I, I was working there for a little while and, and then COVID hit. And so I ended up getting laid off at that job. Um, temporarily laid off. I was supposed to go back. So it was kind of like, and this was last year, um, kind of like in this weird limbo, like not working, but kind of off. So I got to actually just like spend so much more time and dedicating to my practice because, mm-hmm. well, once when we were in lockdown, you know, what else could you do? And um, I just, you know, yeah, spent like a lot some of time. People made- made sourdough and some people (laughs) made a lot of cooking and whatever and some people dive into yoga and I think that's beautiful yeah absolutely and it's like you know I think it was different because I wasn't just doing it because I felt like I had to like I actually just had the time to just dive deeper into my practice and I have a little area at my house where it's kind of like my little yoga pad and I spend lots of time in there and um yeah, during that time off, it really kind of just like started shifting some more perspective because I was supposed to be going back to work. And, but I was like, you know, beginning to think, how can I start turning like my passion um, into something that I maybe want to do? And a lot of people had hinted at me potentially going and doing um, like a yoga teacher training somewhere, or like, you should be a yoga teacher and, you know, saying all these nice things. And, sure in the beginning I was like yeah that could be something I could do and um I like over the summer I just 
it like it was something I had thought about anyway but then just people kept saying it and I was, I was like okay like could could happen you never know and but I just didn't really know what that looked like you know and then it wasn't until actually basically like this time last year is when I started inquiring about a uh, a yoga teacher training it was an advertisement that I had seen on Facebook and um, it was for this like month-long trip in Costa Rica and I was like oh that sounds cool and basically anything that's like international or travel related I'm just like on I was like well this seems like a good opportunity and and for some reason it just like it stood out to me like I don't know what kept drawing it to me like I I, I, the first time I saw it I was like okay and then you know you scroll past it and then it came up again and then again and again I was like okay why is this like seeming so real and then I ended up like inquiring about it and um I like sat had like a little um conversation with one of the instructors and then I like went home after yoga one day and I was saying to my wife Amy I'm like so how would you feel about me taking off to Costa Rica for a month (laughs) um (laughs) and she was like you know honestly like supportive right from the get-go um and you know, it just seemed like everything was aligning for that trip to happen and um, got all, you know, like my ducks in a row. And it just happened, you know, like within like two months. And wow, it just was, it was working out that I could go for one because I still wasn't working. I was like, okay, hey, one, like, when am I going to ever be able to just take off a month off of work? Right. And yeah, so like, totally. I just felt like the timing aspect was like, you know, dead on. And everything else was you know just aligning and then it just you know it happened and got everything booked and I was blessed with some money as well and I was like you know what like I have no reason not to go and do this and uh honestly it was probably like one of the most rewarding things I've ever done but I was hella scared to like to go like I don't know like I had a lot I had a lot of fear and it wasn't even just about like traveling during like the thick of like a pandemic because everyone's like you're going to be traveling during COVID and you know that wasn't even my concern at all like it was actually just like it just felt like because everything came together so fast and I and then I started like freaking out like am I making like too much of like a split decision like I just you know I had all this like fear surrounding the idea and like you know obviously I was you know scared that I was going to fail and you know and I think that's it's like a, a normal feeling or emotion that people have like when they do something and I just like was I was just I was just really like scared I was gonna go and like what if I'm not cut out for this like yoga is my passion but like am I actually good at this you know like you just you start like questioning everything but you know like as soon as I got there and it just like was so reaffirming and it just it was so beautiful man it was probably like one of the coolest things I could have ever done and, and still thinking back about it, it feels like a dream because yeah, it, because it came together so fast and I didn't go with anybody else. Like it was just my experience. And a lot of people like, did you even like go like, are you just making up stories? And but like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but like it does. Like, like ask my wife, I was like, gone for a month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it just, you know, it, it was, you know, like ended up being way more than, you know, like I ever expected it to be in, in so many different ways. And um, it was like 22 days, like I was gone for a month, but the program was like 22 days. It was pretty intensive. And, but it was, you know, 
really good because you know like we just did lots of like yoga like training and we just did lots of like in-class stuff and but it was like different because it was like I was something I was like really wanting to to actually to learn and it was like super interesting and yeah and then by yeah. the end of it you know you know just wrote like an exam and um had to teach like an hour yoga class by the end of the trip and you know like it all just like paid off and and obviously being like in Costa Rica as well was like phenomenal and oh, so like, beautiful you're in a setting that rivals paradise like yeah. yeah and especially during covid like it was it was like a nice break from reality too because totally. i was just i was just getting really uh you know caught up in just like all the negativity and everything surrounding the pandemic and i just was it was like a nice break because the area that I went to wasn't really affected by COVID yet. Um, and it was just like a little small beach town. So like, it just, it just was, it was like a nice little break and just to be somewhere new and exciting. And, um, and yeah, so, and then I, like, I, I got back from that trip and, you know, you know, had lots of time to really just like sit with it and, um, and sort of like continue, you know, my, my own, journey with yoga and still trying to figure out like oh like what can I do with this like what am I going to do with this and it was kind of hard because I was coming back to like our winter lockdown so it was kind of hard like oh yeah to have like any sort of like movement on it and I was still trying to figure out like what I wanted out of it and what that would you know like what that would look like and and then I started working for another when you actually got back it would have been like beginning of December which is when yeah more of the like heavier lockdowns were really getting put in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, I started working like in another job for um, like four months and uh, yeah. And then I was, you know, like the summer came this year and just still trying to figure out like, okay, like what, it, like what do I want out of this? And, you know, and I still feel like some pressure that I feel like I should know, what that looks like, you know, like, and obviously like I still, you know, like I have a goal like to one day, you know, to be, to be like working as like a a yoga instructor, you know, full time. I think that would be like, you know, obviously like, you know, something to like work my way up to, but I'm still sort of figuring out like what that, what that sort of looks like. And, um, it wasn't until later this summer that I, you know, started having opportunity to teach like one-on-one and, um, and yeah, and that's, that's, it's been going really well. And I've had some people reach out to me saying like, let me know, like when you are willing to, you know, start teaching, like I would love to do like one-on-one. So that's kind of like where I'm well, at now great. is, um, yeah, just being able to, you know, get the experience of teaching, um, and, you know, develop like my confidence as like a, as like a yoga teacher as well. And whilst, you know, still continuing to strengthen my own practice and, um, and like my meditation, you know, like all those things and um and yeah. we'll see sort of like where it takes me and I'm kind of like at a stage now in my in my life where I'm not working again and I really feel like it was the universe's way of kind of forcing me into the position I'm in now just to maybe start you know pursuing some more yoga stuff and um and seeing sort of like where that takes me and it's it's a scary thing you know being like 30 and not like working, you know, obviously like I'm blessed, you know, like I have, you know, a roof over my head and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like too worried about that, but you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's a kind of a time where I'm just reassessing and, 
you know, figuring out like my next steps and yeah, totally. It, it's scary, but it's also exciting. Yeah. Man, I get that. It, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like hearing so many stories from people that are in different areas, if they're teachers or if they are parents or, you know, whatever the, the way that the people have like had to adjust and develop and the way that COVID has kind of been, um, I guess kind of an incubator, you know, mm-hmm. that we're sort of stuck in one little space. Like we're stuck within our homes or we're stuck within just where we live and then going to work and then coming back home. And like, that's our life. Right. And I think it's going to be really cool to see what comes out of something like this, like what yeah. that incubation period is going to produce. Um, for sure. Yeah. Cause probably, I think a lot of people COVID's like, you know, it's really, push people you know start pursuing something or you know like there's been highs and lows i'm sure for everyone and oh, yeah. what that's gonna look like in their life and you know there's good and, and bad that's come out of it and i think it's you know important to focus on like the positive like what what can i do differently now like what what has changed in me or what new outlook or perspective do i have and what am i going to make of it yeah well, and seeing the ebb and flow of things, um, you know, with um, with restrictions opening up or tightening up again, like at this point now in Alberta, as of what two days ago, we just got we just got another set of restrictions that we have to start wearing masks again after two months of not right. So yeah, everything is is kind of cycling and everything's repeating, and um, there's there's a sense that you know maybe this thing never will end and that's okay but i don't know i think there's a lot of fear around it and um when when you think about and i'm just rolling idea rolling this idea of like an incubation chamber around in my head that um there are boundaries and there are restraints placed on you when you're in that incubated space um but what is going to come out of it on the other end is only like it it can't be anything but better than what went into it um totally and I think and everything's a the, choice the right? way that we're like locked up and the way that we're um that we're like forced to deal with our own stuff and um, to sit with who we are as people and to really get to know ourselves and be comfortable yeah. in our own bodies and in our own minds, like the value mm-hmm. of that, that I think people as a collective are starting to feel, um, I think is pretty cool and it's scary, but it's encouraging too, that we're going to, we're going to be better on the other side of this and we're going to have our scars and we're going to have our own, um, our own stories and everything to deal with. But, uh, but I think, we're already better off than we were going into this thing. Like we're yeah. we're starting to appreciate the value of of deeper friendships and more meaningful, intentional connection. Um for than sure. I think we have ever before. You know? And I think for me too, like I think during, you know, this whole pandemic, it's I think it really was difficult for me, you know, at times to feel so disconnected from like my friends and even just like totally. meeting new meeting new people. I think I'm such a extrovert that way. Like I'm such a social butterfly and you no, know, 
people sort of make fun of me sometimes because I just I have so many friends and you know like <laughs> but like you know I think like over the years like for sure like I've you know really um zoned in like more on you know people in my life that like I want to spend time with and but you know it's still really easy for me to meet other people and like I just like I really thrive off the energy of other people and mm, yeah. um, I'm very much like an empath in that way and um, I just connect with different people on you know different levels and it just like that's really the core of like the person that I am and so during COVID like when that was taken away and you know we had to restrict ourselves to yeah. limiting our interactions with people and you know and that was that was it was tough and you know like it really makes you just realize you know the things that you sometimes take for granted but like i i feel like i never ever took my friends and those times for granted because like it just that's just something that i thrive on you know is just connection and um so i think you know having you know obviously that back again and you know, being able to like see your friends and you just you're like you know thinking like oh like we could go down to another lockdown again and it's like yeah, <laughs> you, totally. you're like oh man i don't want that to happen again because you know that's it was it's it was tough and yeah. um but it just really makes you realize you know who your true friends are and the importance of you know having a relationship that connection and that um that development of friendships and relationships looked like for you during covid and I'm, I'm thinking now even from the beginning of the lockdown all through last summer and then with you going down to costa rica getting your certification and then being in a different space coming out of that certification and being more involved in your own practice and sort of being in and out of jobs, like with all of these different things going on, what is, what is that connection looked like for you um, with being more intentional about seeing people or I don't know, maybe just riff on that for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think like I was saying, it's, you know, when something is sort of like taken away from you, you just realize how important that actually is to you. And um, and I mean, obviously it wasn't taken away, but you know, it, it was different, you know, like you're still, ha you have yeah. to connect with people. Like, you know, it was just all virtually and, you know, and, um, I just, I value just like human connection being in proximity of, you know, of, of friends. And, you know, that's probably like one of like my strongest or top like love languages is, you know, quality time. Um, and I just like, I like quality time with people and, you know, and you, I really had to sort of re-evaluate that a little bit. And, you know, I had, you know, a, a small group of people that I saw like during, you know, the lockdown and I just, I was really important for me to at least like keep up with having some sort of like physical friendship, <laughs> not totally. just all virtual. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. um, Cause and the I virtual think, thing was really hard. Like that was it's tough and you got to be sure. so intentional about it about scheduling yeah. time and like sending an email link for a zoom call or whatever it it at some point it's almost more trouble than it's worth you know but then you still get to see at least in some capacity the people that are in your life and that you love and 
yeah. And like for sure, like I think it, you know, in some way probably strengthened, you know, like my relationship with my wife and, you know, like sure. we stuck with each other. Like we didn't really fight or, <laughs> you know, we just, you know, had a lot more quality time. And, you know, that's definitely something that I, you know, take from that as well. But um, yeah. And I think just like through all that too, you know, I think I just started realizing like even just like through like yoga and um, that, you know, like I was making a joke early, if I could be like a professional friend, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah. I could make some money off of that. But I'm like, you know, one day I, I, I can use that ability to connect with people and do that, you know, through yoga, you know, like, and I think that's what I've come to realize such like a, a beautiful thing to finally just like have like this idea of something that I could actually do for work, you know, something that I'll actually care about and you know and through that you know it's even whether I'm doing like a group class in the future or I'm doing one-on-one you know sessions with people like those are the moments or those are the times in in life that like you know I think I'm I, I will flourish in you know just being able to connect with people and you know be passionate about you know yoga and um you know that practice and you know putting that all together and and I think it's mm-hmm. it's it's cool that I've like you know discovered finally that that's you know something that I want to pursue and um I'm excited yeah to see like where that takes me but you know yeah. there's lots of like lots of like unknown in that and you know it's it can be unsettling at times for sure to not have like a clear idea of like what things will completely look like but you know, I'm blessed, you know, to be in a position where I have the time to just ponder and and to think and to process. And, um, you know, it's really practical or sorry, allowing me to practice patience and to, you know, just to sit with it and, you know, really actually be in the moment, you know, um, as a true yogi would say, you know, and, you know, being centered and, you know, not trying to get so caught up in the future because that just brings on anxiety and, um, not dwelling on the past too much because, you know, that is really what brings on like depression in people, you know, like I'm really just trying to just live mindfully, um, every day. And, you know, and that's, I think a huge, you know, thing to say just about my practice and, you know, mentally, um, where I'm at and, you know, I could say a few years ago, I would be in a completely different place and, you know, how I handle situations now and how I, you know, tackle certain things and is different because, you know, I, I'm intentional with how I'm, you know, treating the situation and, you know, how I'm treating myself in those situations as well and having compassion and just love. And I love that. Man, and and I know we've talked about that a little bit, you know, um, whenever we meet up to that, um, the present is all we have. Mm-hmm. You know, the past has happened. The past has shaped who we are, and we should be grateful for that and acknowledge that um, our experiences have made us the people that we are. Um, but you know, we, I, I was raised in a in like a religious system that taught me that the future is determined and that God knows what the future is. And, you know, every step is laid out for us. And I don't really believe that anymore. I don't think the future is determined. I think the future is what we make it. Mm-hmm. And the more that we stress about it and the more anxiety that we have about it. And 
um, the more that we obsess over what the future is going to be and what it's going to look like and all of that, you know, the more anxiety and stress that we bring on ourselves and that doesn't help our growth. That doesn't help our mental health. Yeah. Um, and no wonder that we're so like anxiety ridden as a culture is because yeah. we're obsessing about our future. And I think there's a certain level of acknowledgement that yes, I have to make steps and I have to plan and there's things that I should be doing and maybe goals that I would like to have. Right. I think that's all healthy, but the point at which you start obsessing and um, like where compulsively you're, you're only thinking about what's going to happen. That's where it all kind of starts to fall apart. So really all we have is this present moment. Like all there is right now is you and me chatting over a computer, right? That's, that's what this moment is and it's beautiful and I'm grateful yeah. for it. Um, and so everything in the past has made us who we are and we should be grateful for it. And that's beautiful, but it's over. The past is done. It's gone. The future isn't determined. The future is still unfolding moment by moment, but really all we have is right now. So what are you going to do with what you have? Right. That's it. All yeah. we have is right now. All we have is, Mm -hmm. each other all we have is what's right in front of us exactly and that's and it's it's a hard thing to deceive and like sit with sometimes is yeah being in the moment and um you know allowing whatever is gonna happen to happen and you know to just be in that moment you know and it's it's i think you know as you know people who are mindful of you know that thing um it's it can be challenging at times for sure and you know i think some days are easier than others to to really just try and live that out and you know try and be as centered you know as possible and um you know and also just like not have a ton of expectation you know like i think you know even when i find like when i'm meditating sometimes you know i i i want something out of that situation and you know and you, you kind of like sit down and you, you carve out the time to, you know, show up for yourself and just like totally. yep. be quiet, be still. And, yep. you know, sometimes your mind is wandering. Sometimes like it's going all over the place and, you know, and sometimes you try and control that. But like what I've, you know, or what I'm learning is, you know, just to really like let go of that. Even if say like I carve 10 minutes out like in the morning to meditate. And if my mind is like all over the place, like let it be all over the place. Like, but just totally actually yeah. like showing up and recognizing and just being okay with those thoughts um, and not having like an expectation of like, this is how I should be thinking. Yeah. Um, and, and or this grace. is where I should be and have grace. Yeah. yeah. Have grace for yourself and accept that that's where you're at in that moment. Um, but then, yeah, you know, allowing what's happening to happen. Yeah. Like that's it. For sure. And like, I find like, I like reflect, you know, a lot when I'm meditating or, you know, sometimes if my mind is, can, you know, completely just at ease and I'm still, then, you know, I have lots of cool things come to me or, you know, you have, you know, like visions or, um, you know, when you're really like in the moment so much that you just like start actually like dreaming and envisioning things that you want to happen or some things don't even make sense. 
Um, yeah. But even just <laughs> that's, like, and that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. like the beauty of it, right? Is just like yeah. you know being being in those moments and just like picking up on like what comes to mind at the time, and uh, you know, and that's I think you know coming from a more religious past, you know, I think one reason why I connect so much to meditating is because it's sort of like my me time where I'm, you know, I was able to just like reflect or, or, or pray, you know, um, you know, that time where you're just the most vulnerable, where you're able just to be with yourself or, you know, yeah. be with God or whatever that looks like to each person. Um, but it's, you know, like I setting that side of time is always, is always been good. Cause it's, you know, I, it's good to be, be there for yourself because like we often aren't, we often are so just so distracted by the world and society yeah. and, you know, just to like find those little moments um, to connect with yourself. And I think that's yeah. like why I've grown the most that I have in my whole life in this last, you know, few years is because I've actually set aside that time and I've you know you know still learning from from those those little bits of time yeah and it's an investment in yourself into mm -hmm. who you are and understanding yourself I man I'm just like I'm just making all kind of connections right now like just based on what we've already talked about um meditation as a as a practice like what we were talking about earlier right the idea of a practice, something that you do over and over and over again, right? And you do it um, really not, not expecting a result, but doing it because it's important, right? Um, and a lot, of the, a lot of the things that I've been trying to reinforce and learn and grow in in my own meditation practice, and I know we've talked a lot about this and I've, I've been trying to intentionally do more meditating regularly um every day or every other day as much as i can and again like giving myself grace if i miss a, if i miss a day or if i miss a week or whatever um but what i've been learning and what has been reinforced in my own practice is you know forgetting everything that's happened forgetting everything that will happen and focusing on right now, focusing on this moment, on this meditation and on this breath, on this one thing that I have right now, that there is nothing else but this breath, nothing else is happening. And the more that you, and there's a reason that breath is so emphasized in meditation. It's because it brings you into a centered moment, into a centered place in space and time. That this is what you have. Feel it. Allow your body to feel it. Allow your body to experience it. Um, realize that there's a cycle to it. There's the inhale and the exhale. There's the give and take. There is um, the the life and death, the yin and the yang, all of that, right? Um, but that the more that I've found that I'm intentionally doing my meditation every day. The more that I can sit with a certain emotion or sit with a certain situation, maybe at work or with family and give myself grace to allow that moment to express itself and 
to allow me to feel what I need to feel in that moment and then to say thank you for that moment and to allow it to pass, right? Because all I have is this moment. All I have is right now. Yeah. Um, and I think meditation and I would imagine, and I've, I've never done yoga in any capacity, but I would imagine it's a very similar thing in yoga. Like you're focusing on the pose that you're in, in that moment, you're focusing on your breath while maintaining that pose. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is any of that like resonating with you? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and everything that, you know, I could, I think, you know, anything that I say, or it's, you know, it's based off of experience, you know, like, um, yeah, and it's totally. sort of the same as like, I'm an unexpected expert, you know, <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a masterful at everything that I do, but yeah. you know, I think, and I can only base things off of it, you know, experience and my experience with it. And, you know, and obviously you take in what you learn and you just apply it to your life and you just see how that comes out. Right. But, um, there's so much to be said about breath. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't make a connection with when they are doing yoga or doing meditation is the breathing, like, which is like, you know, that's like the most, you know, that's, that's something that we just do as humans. We breathe, right. And most basic bodily function that's always happening, whether we think about it or not. And I like, I saw or heard a stat from someone It could, and this don't quote me on this, but like that, like, I don't know, more than like 75% of the people in the world like are not using their breath at their full capacity, you know, or wow. like actually know how to breathe like properly. Right? right. And just like how much can be done or how much, you know, can change your life. If you just like learn how to breathe better, you know? Um, totally. and, and it's like yeah. something even like when, yeah, like, you know, doing, doing actual yoga, regardless of the kind of yoga it is, you know, it, you're applying that breath you know um to the positions that you're doing and and one thing that like one of my instructors when i was in costa rica said is you know like yoga without breath is is not yoga mm. like if you're you know like and if you know like there's people who you know just go and do yoga classes for the sake of doing a yoga class and that's okay too but to really like dive in and like understand you know, like the nature of the practice is actually incorporating the breath, you know, and I think there's a lot of people yeah. who maybe don't connect to that idea. Like when you're starting a yoga class and you're just doing, a, you know, like a meditation and you're kind of just, you know, coming, you know, to a more centered place, you know, and just when they're talking about different breathing techniques and how to breathe and, you know, sometimes that just goes over people's heads and like, sure like if you're not connected with what you're doing then like of course it's going to go over your head you're like okay like we'll just wait till this breathing part's over then we'll do like the hard stuff you know but you know what i've really learned so much of what we do is on autopilot like we just exist on autopilot there's so many subconscious things that Mm -hmm. we learn and develop that just kind of carve a path and we we seem to find ourselves going down that rut like the like the needle on a record like we just follow that groove for our whole lives but i love yeah. that that phrase that yoga without breath is not yoga yeah I, it's, I simply, wonder, like, it's simply not <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking too like to even explore that further like yoga without awareness is not yoga yoga without presence is not yoga because the breath is awareness of this moment yeah um presence is 
this moment, like being present in this moment. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like I think, you know, once you like start applying that and, and learning, you know, like what that is and, you know, you just, it really just sort of starts taking like your practice, you know, to a different level. And, mm-hmm. you know, like there's so much just to be said about breath and, you know, like, and I'm still learning so much about breath too. And it's, it's something so simple. Yeah. Like there's still so much information and things to discover. And, and, and like, it's funny, like I was at a yoga class, like in studio, maybe like a few weeks ago. And, and like, when I go to yoga, like, I, I'm just so connected to like what I'm doing that like everything else around me like disappears. Like it, I've gotten to that stage and, um, and like, you know, and I think before, like you sometimes go to yoga class and you're like trying to do like all the positions and, you know, you have, there's an ego, I think that's like attached to yoga mm. or anything in that matter, you know, like there's, a, totally. there's always an, there's an ego that, you know, sometimes is the driving force and, and for sure, I'm sure that's probably, I've probably have, you know, experienced that and, you know, oh, I'm going to do this because the instructor is doing it and I'm going to show how good I am at doing it. But in actuality, yeah. I, like I sucked at it, but <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> but, so legit in meditation too. Like, you know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm such an, I'm such an achiever, like goal mindset, um, accomplishment mm-hmm. type of person. And so more often than not, when I'm in the middle of a meditation, I'll be thinking to myself, like, man, I'm meditating so good. <laughs> right. But that's the <laughs> and ego. Like, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Like, I think it's like good to like feel good in yourself about like what you, but it's just, you know, like if you're wanting that to kind of like show off for like other people, like, oh, look how good, yeah. look how good at breathing I'm doing today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but I like, think with, with something like meditation too, it's way more personal. And there's not oh, an audience, sure. right? In a in a yoga class, like there's there's people there that are maybe watching you, and and you know if if you're an instructor, then you're trying to watch people and help them, you know, get these poses and and also focus on their breathing too. But with I mean, with meditation, it's way more an individual thing. Totally. And there's there's yeah. group meditations, like that's a thing too. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's, and like there's and definitely there's, something there's to be said for. That. Yeah. Yeah. But there there's definitely something to be said for not having an audience, you know? And if the audience is only your ego, then I don't know. <laughs> what what do you think yeah. about that? Well, yeah, ex- well, totally. And like I was going to say um like I was at a yoga class a few weeks ago and I was just, you know, had my practice and you know, I was done and I was just grabbing my stuff and there was some guy that was doing yoga next to me that I hadn't seen before and and uh he like came up to me he's like I just wanted to say that your breathing in that class really reminded me how much I need to breathe and he's wow and, and like and he like I was like oh you're welcome yeah, it's important. <laughs> and like, what do you, what do you say? Like, Oh, you're good at breathing. Thank you. <laughs> like, but, but I guess it's just like, and like, again, like, and at absolutely like, it wasn't, you know, like a, an ego thing at all. Like, like I said, like usually when I go to class, like I'm, I'm so connected to my practice that everything else is just gone. Like I'm, I'm just so in the moment and, and, and like, that's something that I've actually had some instructors and people say, lately and I think that just it to me is like a testament of just like I guess where I'm at in my in my yoga journey people have you know picked up and like 
your practice is so beautiful. Like instructors being like, like I could just like watch you practice. Wow. And like, and like, that's, I don't know, that's cool to say, but I like, at the same time, I'm like, I don't like want that to, you know, feed my ego, you know, like I, sure. I want that to be like authentic. Like, and, and I think that it's coming from a place of, you know, just being so real in the moment and being so connected with like myself in those times. But like the fact that it's coming across that way, like to, to people who don't even know me really well, like, yeah. I think that's pretty cool, you know? And I think like, in even like, you know, like a group setting and that's something that even now I'm thinking about, you know, like as I develop my practice and I start teaching more, whether, you know, one day that's like in a studio and doing big classes, you know, I always like, think and worry about what I want to portray or like what I want to come off as like as a, an instructor you know like and I for sure like have so much value on certain instructors like at my studio or people mm. online that like I look up to and I'm like oh like I love what they do and like I think there's something for sure to be said and to admire those qualities in people but you know and and then I start thinking about like what I want to you know, portray as like as an instructor, like, and, you know, like you pick up a little things that you learn and you apply it and it just comes out. And, but like, I don't, I don't want it to be forced, you know, like I want, I want it, I yeah. want it to be like, I want to be authentic to myself and I want that to come across to people as that, you know, and, and I think, you know, learning how to like build a yoga class and what that sort of looks like you you think about those things and you try and piece the things together and I think I get too in my head about it sometimes like I think I need to let go of again like that expectation right like letting go of like what I think it needs to look like and just like show up and obviously like my practice is what it is because I've allowed it to be that and yeah. it's probably going to be better than I think it is every time <laughs> so letting go That's yeah beautiful. not not being so hard on yourself and just yeah being yeah. true and authentic and and like i think that's really where that comes from well, and being present you know mm -hmm. being present with with your breath and with your body and yeah um yeah like knowing that um i don't know it that's kind of like what we were talking about that breath is awareness and presence and um that if you know having having that awareness brings you into the moment and that that moment is experienced by other people in that moment that see wow your breath is really good and under control and beautiful and you living in your current awareness um in that moment by focusing on your breath helps other people also live in that moment for them as well and live in their own experience and be aware of their own bodies and all of it. Right. Like it's, it's all, it's all connected. It's all yeah. connected, but it, it comes about by you being aware and by you Absolutely. living in that moment and being connected to your breath and the rest of it, it just trickles down, you know? Yeah. And it like, and it just like, it ends up affecting so many other areas of your life that like you wouldn't even expect it to. Um, totally. And just yeah. like, and just, I think even like my mental health, you know, I think it's like in a way better place than it, you know, had been, you know, years ago. And I think it's just having 
yeah, that more awareness and, you know, and obviously yeah. like, like my practice for sure, I think has made a difference in that. And I feel like I have different like skills and, you know, you know, tools to be able to, um, you know, juggle that when it comes, but, you know, like, I think, uh, it's important, you know, to recognize like, you know, I'm in this better place in my life and, um, you know, like when I'm having like a hard time, you know, I can, you know, sit in, I guess that discomfort sometimes, you know, and, you know, when I'm feeling super anxious, you know, like I, you know, can do ultra, you know, like nostril breathing, you know, and just, you know, sure. finding ways just to kind of let that go. And, um, it's like, it's cool. The power that like that has, you know, over your life. And, yeah. um, when you put that to good use and, and I'd love to talk about that for a little bit. And I, I know we're, I know our, our time is getting up there, but um, what okay. has, what has your yoga and meditation practice um, done for your own mental health? Like how, how has that looked maybe in your past and then what does it look like now? And maybe where do you expect it to be in the future? Like how, how does yoga and meditation um, work into your own mental health? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I think, you know, in the past, it it's different, like, you know, when you, you don't feel like you, you maybe have like the, the, you know, the knowledge or the skills, or you don't know, like what to do, you know, and, you know, like, obviously, there's still so many different, you know, ways to, to deal with your mental health, you know, like, you know, seeing a counselor or, you know, therapy or, you know, some people like are on medication or, you know, different things work for different people. And, um, and maybe I haven't explored all those avenues, but I'm just so thankful for my, you know, like my journey in, in yoga, because it's been so much more than just a passion. It's like, it really is like a lifestyle. It's mm. really, is something that has changed me in so many different ways, you know, and it has evolved me into this person that I am and, and continuing to discover and, and, and to find. And, um, you know, like now, just like, if, you know, like when, if I'm feeling like anxious, you know, and I definitely used to be a lot more anxious, you know, and, and also just letting go of that, like, you know, like that attachment that, you know, like we obviously as people can, you know, feel anxiety, but not like letting anxiety, like take over me, you know, like, yeah, anxiety yeah. is not me like I can feel anxiety sometimes but like you know not putting that over me you know it's like this this thing that is how I live my life you know and um yeah and I'm sure like, you know, I, I feel anxious I'm not anxious for that you know exactly yeah totally yeah. and you know now just having you know more um understanding and just you know, compassion for myself and, you know, like learning how to like breathe more, um, better. And, and even just like the physical aspects of doing yoga, like the actual, you know, positions and doing like a class, like, and, you know, the benefits that has for your body, like those are the times, like sometimes when I'm feeling more anxious or having a hard time, like, I'm like, okay, I need to go do yoga because like, it's just, it's just, you know, obviously like the rush of like, you, you know, the endorphins and your body, like when you're physically doing stuff is helpful, but then you're incorporating like 
you know, the breath with that. And then, you know, then you add in like the spiritual component of that. Like, it's just like also compelling. And like, I always just like done like a yoga class and feel like a million dollars, you know, yeah, you just feel totally. so good. And, and, and even just for myself, like I was saying, like, I'm, I'm huge into biking. Like I love cycling and even just going for like a bike ride when I'm feeling anxious is like usually so helpful. And like, and I can just go like, and biking is so mindless to me. And, um, and I just, I go and I actually find that's like when I think the most or I think my mm. best is like when I'm like biking and like I'll listen to music and just like life thoughts are coming to me. Um, yeah. if that's not coming to me, like when I'm doing yoga, um, so like, you know, like it's, it's like those things, you know, finding those things in your, in your life that, you know, are helpful and, and sure, maybe I could explore different avenues as well, but like, I definitely just know that this is working for me right now and like and you know like I want to continue to learn more you know from different techniques and you know it's one of those I think things or you know for me like gonna make it a profession you know like it it's one of the things like you just don't stop learning you know it's you know like and going and I did this I did this thing like I did this training and you know it's it doesn't just end there it's not like oh I'm a yoga teacher now like I want to constantly like evolve you know like I want to learn more like I want to go on to like the 400 level training you know 500 at some point you know do workshops you know gain inspiration from going to different classes you know continuing with my own practice like all those things are like would evolve you in that and um you know again you know for obviously like the future like I want it to continue just to you know change change me for the better you know and I think it's it's like so important for me to keep up with that and it's it's finally something in my life that I can be like this is like so important to me like keeping up with you know like my practice and my physical health my mental health like to have like a purpose where like you know and then putting like an importance on it like just makes you want to live that every day yeah. and I never want that to go away you know and I think that you know it's, I'm so thankful for that that's beautiful honestly um well thank you I think I think that's I think that's just so applicable in any area like if you're feeling um if you're feeling that anxiety and obviously anxiety levels these days are at an all-time high and um yeah doing what is helpful for you in um, in any given moment, like if you need to go for a walk or if you need to mm-hmm. do a meditation or, you know, yeah, I think that's beautiful. Um, if, if there were people that are wanting to maybe get into yoga um, or get into a meditation practice, what's, what's something that you would like recommend to them as, you know, here's, here's maybe a good, podcast or a good youtube channel or a good resource or a good book or anything like that that you would recommend to people that would want to explore yoga for themselves yeah absolutely um and like you know different people are gonna be connected to different things but i think for me like even just before jumping in and you know like getting like a yoga membership because sometimes you've got to explore you have to like find what works for you like what doesn't um i i simply just like started 
um, following like people like on YouTube. Um, that was really awesome. I know like some people may have heard of like yoga with Adrian and I started getting like more like connected with like another guy yoga with Tim um, on YouTube. And, you know, you just, you just start following something and you start finding like what you like and, um, and the doors just continue to open. Like you just kind of mm. keep finding things and, um, and then like, if it's something that you're passionate about, like get involved, like just like go to like your community yoga studio. Like I think like once I finally like actually started going to like a studio is like when I was able to just start um, appreciating things a lot more. And, and also like, it's just like community aspect. And because I am just totally. like such a, yeah. such a people person, like, actually getting like face value, like meeting people and, you know, getting to know your instructors um, on a deeper level. And, you know, that is really awesome. And, um, and yeah, like there's, I think there's, there's so many different, you know, resources that you can find uh, online. Like I, there's so many that I could say, but, um, but even like podcasts, like there's lots of like awesome, like meditation podcasts. Like you just type it in, like you get like, so many options you know and uh so it's yeah it's definitely worth exploring if it's something you're interested in or or want to pursue or you know find another way to connect with yourself (laughs) totally yeah well that's great and i i think too like if if there's a youtube channel that you find that really works for you that's awesome stick with it you know Mm -hmm. try and try and explore and um if they recommend other channels or anything like that too, then, you know, it's all about exploring. I think too, like even within um, like a therapy type context, right? Like you find a therapist that works for you and you find a relationship that's helpful for you. And I think the same could easily apply here, right? Like start somewhere, start with a YouTube channel or a podcast or whatever. And then if it works great, if not, you can find something else. And yeah, like you said, there's all kinds of, great resources available too so and yeah um, i think the biggest thing is just opening yourself up just being allowing yourself to be open to learning different things and yeah um, and once you sort of do that it really just like frees up a lot of um maybe those questions that you're having and um and i think yoga has really done that for me um is really free my mind in so many different ways and um yeah, yeah it can be possible for anyone and have grace with yourself too like we said yeah right like give yourself some Mm self-compassion and uh you know there's there's no like mastery of meditation there's no mastery of yoga there's learning it's just constant Mm -hmm. learning and like you said too you could take a bunch of different courses on different levels and different levels of certification for yoga instruction but you're still going to be learning throughout your whole life like it's a constant pursuit um, no one ever becomes like a yoga master and they learn everything and then they're done, right? Like it's a constant journey. It's a constant growth process. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I said just based off, you know, I can only learn from experience and yeah. And yeah. What's one thing 
that you wish people knew or understood about yoga or meditation? Um, whether it's something that's been helpful for you or maybe um, if there's a misconception around yoga or meditation, what, what's one thing that you wish people knew about all of that? Uh, I think the biggest thing that I've learned and like and still I'm learning is just, I think it's just the connection with yourself, honestly. Like, I think we are so busy in life and, you know, we are always, you know, trying to find different answers in different, you know, in different ways. And I think with, within yoga, you know, like I've learned so much just about myself and, you know, discovering who I am and, you know, just the act of just like actually loving yourself, you know? And, mm, um, yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that's huge for so many people is like self-love and, you know, it's, you know, some days are easier than others, but like, I can, you know, say that for sure, like, I love the person that I am today and, and yoga has really like helped me embody that and just, you know, discover that part of me. And, and I think, yeah, for sure there are misconceptions of yoga, you know, and I think, you know, people who maybe don't understand, you know, like a yoga is, you know, maybe a more, you know, feminine thing to do, or, you know, like there's, there's so many different <laughs> yeah. things that the book is say, you know, like, it's, yeah. I know, like I, I had someone that I knew who asked me once, like, you know, like when this is back when I was getting back into yoga, um, I'm no longer friends with this person, but they're like, like, what benefit do you get from doing yoga? Like, what do you like at the end of a class? Like, what do you get? Like, and I'm like, that's such a like interesting thing to say, but it's like, yeah, like they they don't I, hand out cookies. Like you don't get a sticker on a punch card. Like what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Like I think he was coming from like a place of looking at it, and like if you like do a workout, like you go like pump some iron and you leave, and you're just feeling like jacked. And it's like he's like, right. what do you get out of like what it's do like, you get out of it? What's the cost benefit analysis of of doing yoga? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's what's the return on your investment? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the return for my investment has been like my life man <laughs> it's like yeah that's like there you go and like all that stuff is you know it's you know it's really about the act of showing up for yourself you know like yeah. some days it's hard to show up on my mat to do yoga like there's some days I'm like still looking forward to it and it's like that's all I want to do some days you know I'm dragging my ass you know to get yeah. to my mat and then <laughs> And then I get there and, you know, and sometimes, you know, it was, it was beneficial for me to do it, but it, it's just the fact that I did it, you know, and like showing it's, you know, it's, it's showing like self-compassion for yourself and, you know, no matter like where you're at, if you're in like a good state or a low state, you know, it, you show up to your mat and you're putting in, you know, the work and, um, and sometimes you don't even know what that work is. Sometimes like I'm just, sometimes people like just want to do yoga because they want to try something new. But I think for me, that's how it started is, you know, like you start practicing. And for me, it was like, I'm just going to do the yoga. Like I wanted to do it for the physical aspect of it. And yeah. then the more that you like start doing that and, and then, you know, that's where like your instructors become so influential to you because like you're listening to how they speak and li listening to how like, they care about, you know, the well, their well-being, and then you start incorporating that, and then that's like when it just starts 
capturing you and then you you start seeing those like little changes because it's like okay this is not just about my physical health this is like about inside you know what's yeah, actually it, going it's, on it's about and, showing up for yourself yeah, yeah and like that's where the I real work i think is you know comes and you know like for sure sometimes it's hard and there's been times i've bawled my eyes out on my yoga mat and then there's sometimes i'm just laughing and like yeah that's so beautiful i think just to like show up however you are and you know those emotions become so raw and that's like the beauty of it truly and you know like i think that can be possible for anyone and i think that's a misconception you know is that you know it's i think that people are sometimes scared because people aren't ready to do that in their life maybe you know um or they just don't even see that I could do that. Um, but it's just about being, yeah, opening yourself up. And it's like, it's truly amazing. And it's really, you know, changed me in so many different ways. And, you know, and it's really put a different perspective, like on like my spiritual journey as well. And, you know, like what I believe in and um, yeah. And so thankful for it. That's beautiful, man. Thanks for thanks for all this. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of value gained from this conversation, and uh, and I definitely want to honor that. So thank you for your time and for hanging out and you know yeah. chatting like we would normally chat, but in mm-hmm. in a digital time format. goes by really quick. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, thanks for having me. It was yeah, right, it was buddy. really great. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, there we go. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that there was some value gained from it. Um, if if you did enjoy this episode, send me a message on Instagram or give me a five-star review on iTunes. It, it honestly helps. Um, I would love to hear back what you like about this show, what you don't, and ways to improve it. Any feedback is always welcome. Um, also, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash unexpectedexperts. There you can help actually financially support this show and help me continue to do this work that I'm really loving to do. So thank you so much again for listening to another episode, and we'll see you next time on the Unexpected Experts podcast. Mm-hmm.